It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Ramenda. Tonight, the San Jose Sharks face off against the Seattle Kraken. Last time they beat them 4-0 in a very well-played game. But lately, games against Minnesota and Columbus has been a Jekyll and Hyde kind of quality to the San Jose Sharks. And uh, Drew, I think they're going to have to clean that up if they want to have anything tonight. Yeah, it, without a doubt. Uh, David Quinn talked about it after last game, where last game against Columbus Blue Jackets was so loose. And it was completely opposite of the Minnesota game, where they played tight, they played good D, they played hard, they played physical. And they looked like they cared about playing defense. And they certainly... Now, both teams didn't play much defense in that, in that game. And you can expect that late in the season, 14 games left with two teams that are at the bottom of the standings, that they're going to probably go for a little bit of offense. And you can get lost in that. You, as a team, you can get just, okay, well, like, this is what we're going to do. Um, but they have to be against the Seattle Kraken tonight. They played one of their best games of the year at SAP. In fact, all season long, on the road or at home, they played one of their best games against Seattle Kraken uh, last time they played them. And Seattle's in a playoff race. So you better be ready tonight because Seattle's looking to continue to stay where they are for the playoff position. Edmonton's right on their heels, and they're going to be ready to go. And so the Sharks are going to have to be back to that defense first, play tough, play physical, if they want to have a chance to win. Well, they have to have a little bit of a swagger, too. And I'm sitting here next to you, so the word swagger comes to mind immediately. Um, I want to ask about, I want to talk about William Eklund. I, ever since he's come to the organization, I'm, I'm talking about with the Barracuda, with the Sharks, wherever he's been. He's had, a, I don't want to say it's swagger, but he has an air of confidence about him. And it's something that we're seeing in a lot of young players that's very different. I was talking to Logan Couture yesterday, and he said, my rookie year in the NHL, I tried not to get noticed. I, I was never the first guy to do a drill. I wanted to make sure I did it right. I wanted to make sure I was in my place and knew my place. And he said things have changed a little bit. Now, that's since Logan's been in the league. Since we've been in the league oh, in 91, 92, it's changed a lot. A, a huge amount. Although, you know, I, like I look back at Ray Whitney. Wits had tons of swagger, tons of it. And he, he had a chip on his shoulder which he needed in order to be as successful as he was. You know, too small, wasn't fast enough, didn't do this, didn't do that. And he went out and showed everybody that, oh, yeah, we'll see. These kids nowadays are so skilled once they get to the league. They're so much more skilled in, in, in every aspect. They skate better, they shoot better. Some of them are bigger and stronger. William's not. But you can't get to the top of what you do. You can't get to the National Hockey League unless you have some ego and some swagger. I think ego gets a bad rap. I really do. Well, he's egotistical. Well, you know what? That's not such a bad thing. Narcissism is bad. That's different. Yeah. Ego is a good thing. You have to have an ego because you're the, when they're growing up and as good as they are, William Eklund's been the best at whatever team he's been on until now. 
So if now he's at Harvard after getting straight A's in high school. There you go. So now he comes in here and he sees, wow, these guys are good. These guys are really good. So he has to make sure that he's still confident enough and strong enough to compete and work with these terrific players in the NHL and work at getting better. Realize, okay, I'm strong in my ego. I know I belong. But if I want to stay here, I've got to work on my game. And what he, what he told us uh, the other day was the fact that one of the things that he worked on in the offseason was getting bigger and stronger. Now, he's not a very big guy. You can see it in his legs, though. You can see it in his legs. And he's starting, to get, he's starting to get stronger, starting to get some of that man strength. He's just a kid still. But he's starting to get that. And you have to understand, when you get here, there's one thing that Patrick Marlowe, Patrick Marlowe came into camp when he was a rookie year. Remember with Daryl Sutter here? He was, the, he was the best conditioned young man we saw. It's farm strength. But he kept getting stronger and stronger. The reason Patrick played as long as he did and broke Cordy Howe's record is because he was never satisfied. He kept working on himself in every aspect, but physically as well. We remember going in and seeing him working with all the strength coaches on stretching, on physical fitness, on strength, on conditioning. He was phenomenal that way. That's what you have to do. But that's what drives you. Your ego drives you to do that. Well, of course, Gordy Howe did that himself in his career. Another guy from Saskatchewan, back from Floral, which is now part of Saskatoon. And uh, what he did was he didn't uh, stretch out. He didn't uh, do all the weights and workouts. What he did was he lifted cement bags in the summer. Yeah, and he worked. He worked. He had to work for a living back then. You don't have to work for a living now. It's easy. I've said it a thousand times. It's not my saying, but it's Todd McClellan's. But it's 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 hard to be hungry when you're full. And, and the guys here, once they get to the National Hockey League and they sign a contract, they're full. The money's great. The life is great. You're pampered and the perks are nice. It's hard for athletes to have that drive. And what drives you is your ego because I don't want to be good. I don't want to be here. I want to be one of the best. And I don't mind that from a young kid. So driving you forward Whatever, whatever your why is, whatever you said, this is why I want to do this. This is why I'm in the gym at 5.30. You know, it's, it's why I'm working before and after practice. So these guys now, even though it's, they're full as far as their life away from the game, their game fuels that life. So you better find something that gets you into the, into the weight room onto the ice early, whatever it happens to be, in order to be as good as you can. Well, that brings us to the next part of the William Eklund story, and he gets his first NHL goal, takes the backhand shot, which I think more players should take in the NHL. Nice goal, great job, a couple of good, solid games, but he was also on the ice for the Mm game-winning goal against Columbus. And I know it's three-on-three in overtime. That's a slightly different situation. However, the first thing you could think of is it might jar that confidence because of, of the way young players are, even with a strong ego. But I don't think that's going to happen with him. But what does he learn from that? What does he take from it? Where does he go with it uh, to use that disappointing moment where he was on the ice that wasn't his fault completely, but he was on the ice for that goal against? Where do you, where do you get better? I think overall he has to look at it. All three of these guys, Tomas Hurdle and Eric Carlson and William Eklund have to look at that goal realistically and without um, their defenses up and go, we have to give more than that. We have more than that. They quit on that play. Let's be honest. 
they saw the two on zero go the other way, and they had zero faith that that go, that Capo was going to stop it. it was and he did, and he does. And then they then said, "Uh oh." Then from the the slot in, then they chase because they're rattled. Now it's like, "Oh, they they have to look at that realistically. You have to take a hard look in the mirror and go, yeah." I've got to be way better. And William Eklund's no exception. As a kid, you know you've got a back check. None of them took a stride from the red line in until it was too late. There, it, was, it was, you want to talk about pride in ego, pride in yourself, pride in your team, pride in the jersey. You've, you've got more to give. And I'm, I'm sure that David Quinn and the coaching staff addressed that. In fact, I'd be shocked if he didn't. That, I know he did it. I'm sure. Yeah. So, and you don't have to do a lot. You don't have to do a lot in that situation. You don't have to come in and yell and scream at them. You don't, because they know. So for William, learn from it. Learn to go, I can give more. I need to give more. I'm here right now on a tryout. I'm here as an audition for next year. I, I, Barracuda's been good to me. That's where I wanted to, that's where I, it was good for me to play there, but I want to be here next year. And if I do something like that, I'm not going to be here tomorrow. Here's what I think he should take out of it too. I think he should look at it and say, when I'm on the ice in that situation, it's a critical moment in a game, and I don't want to depend on the veteran players to show me the way. I need to show the way because I know what to do. I'm well prepared. I can do it. And I think he will do that. It's just a, a human nature thing when you're on the ice with guys as experienced as that, that you might kind of defer to them a little bit. But again, it gets back to that swagger or that confidence that he has yep. that, uh, that he definitely... Um, will be able to handle that without any problem. And that's what I'm looking for tonight against Seattle. And we're on the air with our Sharks warm-up show. Drew and I will bring you the Sharks and the Seattle Kraken. San Jose beat them 4-0 last time they played them. And that would be a nice way to finish up uh, the game tonight. That's it for our morning skate today. You've been listening to the Sharks morning skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.